Hey everybody, and welcome back to Whiskey Talks. I'm your co-host, Reed Osborne, joined alongside my friend Trevor. Trev, how was your week this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's always married. good. Brent did get married. Now he's in Jamaica, so that's... They already flew out, like, today? Yeah, he... I mean, they left the wedding reception and got... I, I'm assuming he didn't have his bag packed, actually, and... Then they flew out at like 4 a.m. or something like that. Or they got to the airport at 4 a.m. and then flew out a few hours later, I think. So so a long day, to yeah, say the least. Definitely. I, I'm not sure how they got to the airport, to be honest. But, you know, surely someone got them there and they're fine. She, w- she was pretty lit up when yeah. I left. She had, was having a good time. I think they both had a great time. I, Brent told me at the end of the night, he said, you know, I'm... I'm just really thankful for this day, and I had a lot of fun. Alyssa had a lot of fun, so it was good. It was fun. I had my best man speech. You did? It was hysterical. <laughs> it went pretty good. It was a little long. I, I don't know, nine minutes. I feel like some on YouTube were like 15, so it wasn't. Sometimes they do like dances and shit. Like, right. I, don't, I don't think it was too long. It kept, it had enough one-liners in it that it kept us going. Right, yeah. Um, what did you say? Why use... Why use what word? Uh, why use a lot word when few word do trick? I threw in like five office references because yes, it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. We have it recorded. We may throw up a portion of it on yeah. our Instagram one of these days. We'll get on top of that thing. We're still new at this, so we know we're not very good at keeping up on the Instagram. I don't even have Instagram on my phone right now. I, yeah, you don't. That was a real pain in the ass. I know. We were trying I to go it live the other day last I night. I kept fucking getting on it all the time. So I was like, okay, I've got to take this off for a while. And then when we finally needed it to go live, I didn't have it on my phone. You're like, what the hell? But yeah, yeah. I, I look through your phone. I search Instagram. It doesn't come up. And I was like, all right, well, his phone's fucking broken. <laughs> And because everybody because have Instagram clearly it should be on there. Right. And uh, no, it wasn't. You definitely had deleted it. And it didn't matter, though. I got, we were in a tin shed of a building, and there's no freaking signal in that part of the country. So, right. You know. Yeah, it's the asshole of America. It is the sphincter of the universe. Yes, that's If fact. there needed to be a nuclear test site, like, just built around the area, I feel like that. Yeah. Would be an excellent location. It'd be fun, yeah. So, it's really no different than how it looks now. Uh, well, to start off tonight, I'm going to play a little game with you, okay? Uh, Florida people apparently are crazy. Oh, yeah. And I thought they were all retirees, so good I, to know that there's just some psychos down there. Some I'm going to give you three headlines, okay? And you're going to guess which one is actually true. Okay. You're going to guess which one is true. All right. All right. So you ready? Yes. You understand the game? I do understand. Okay. Florida man cuts off own penis to feed alligator in high accident. Okay? Mm. Florida man suspected of using private plane to draw radar penis. Okay, that is more believable than the first. Carry on. There's a lot of meth down there. Carry on. Bath salts. (laughs) Uh, Florida man grows pet alligator in plot to kill wife. Which tough. Which I one feel of like this are... is almost like a trick question. Like the cutting off of the penis is so fucking bizarre. Right. But it's like maybe you're trying to trick me, like because you're trying to trick me. I up can neither confirm or deny these claims. Oh, fuck. Um. Okay. So grow alligator in plot to kill wife. The yes, he was a growing. He was growing an jet. alligator. Yeah, so he flew. He would. He flew a plane. Well, I would like to think that rich people that have their own private jet wouldn't be that dumb. But also, some of them are so addicted to coke that I'm gonna go with number three. You're gonna go with number three. That a man grew an alligator in plot to kill wife. Oh, I thought. Okay, so did is I'm confused by that headline because is he thinking he's growing an alligator? Or? Right, like they found evidence of him, like he bought an alligator to kill his wife I'm down going the road. With that one. You're going with that one? Yes. Okay, the actual answer is Florida man is, sus- is suspected of using a private plane to draw a giant radar penis. And if you want to see it, if you want to look over here real quick, uh, from this is the view. Oh my God. So this is what they would have seen in air traffic control. And it is a monster wang. And it. <laughs> It spans from, where are we? We're outside of Orlando. He starts in South Orlando, and it goes 15 miles north. 
That's pretty he covered, fucking cool. He though. covered 250 square miles in a in a penis. This took hours. Like this guy's up in the clouds in a plane, driving like, around and just drawing a ball sack. I feel like this is something Jess would do once he's all <laughs> yes. got his. He's gonna draw. He's his gonna dick in the sky. yeah. He's gonna draw a dick. This is sky riding at its finest mm. right here. Like this guy, Ellen DeGeneres should pay this guy every year. She pays somebody to come like write the number of her anniversary in the sky, and then they take a picture. Oh yeah. Uh, she should pay this guy to come just draw a giant clitoris. Right. Yes. In the sky. <laughs> yes. Like it'd be perfect. <laughs> Okay. So the other two headlines did you just completely make up? Oh yeah, those were off the top of my head. The okay. first one I didn't really know where to go. I knew that there needed to be a dick cut off, but I Obviously. didn't I didn't want it to be Alligator Eats Penis from Parks and Recreation. Oh yeah. Then yes, before you know it, Gator Eats Penis. Yes, yes. exactly. Okay. Uh okay. <clears throat> this time. Oh man, I gotta think of some fake ones. That's not good. You kind of came up with it quickly the last time, though. I was like... Yeah, know. off the top of my head. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. Uh, let's see here. I need to scroll down. This is not the one that I want. And what one? It was I this imagine one. Imagine the thought that goes through someone's head, though. If that were to be true, of cutting your own dick off to feed a fucking alligator. Bruce Jenner did it. Well, not to feed an alligator. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Basically, yes, Bruce Jenner did it. <laughs> he did. Graceland's one claim to fame is this Olympian, and then he just goes and chops his wang off, yeah. you know? <laughs> to feed an alligator. Yeah, maybe. yeah it could have been. That, maybe that was the whole thing behind it. Like, his alligator was just hungry. All right. Florida man arrested at Disney World for jerking off on Space Mountain. Okay. All right. Florida man steals a car, realizes the baby is in it, returns the baby, but then makes his getaway in the car. Okay? And man arrested at Epcot for groping the Dutch women. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go with the jerk off on Space Mountain. I'm sure that's happened, but I could not find a record of it. I'm on two. Uh, the actual one, I mean, I'm sure the second one's happened because in Dutchland, I, they like, I don't, they bring over people from like the country that you're going through in Epcot. Like oh, yeah. German people come over and work in the German area. So. You've been to that? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's dope. It's epic. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Epcot. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the real one was Florida man steals car, realizes baby is in it, drops baby off safely, then makes his getaway in the car. Oh my god. Well, at least he returned the, I mean, you know. Yeah. Return the kid. This guy 100% gets this car for free. Right. Why even arrest him? Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, he's done, he's actually done he a good deed. Yeah. He Give saved this baby. There was a baby locked in a car, right. and he saved it. Yeah. And we're gonna arrest him for that? No. There is a picture of him flipping off the security camera right here, though, which is kind of kind of an issue. Well, he looks like a fucking winner. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would, you know, give him his doctorate degree and a Nobel Peace Prize, because... At minimum, that is... He's saving lives. I mean, he's doing almost as much as Carson King. Can saving we, kids' yeah. lives. Yes, saving kids' lives. We gotta talk about Carson King. We have to oh. fucking talk okay, about Okay, for Carson those of you who King. don't know who Carson King is, Carson King is, is a... a god. He is a god. He is an Iowa State student he is 25 years old 24, some, 24 yeah, 25 somewhere in there like our age. and uh he college game day covered the iowa iowa state game which ended up being a great game and then iowa state tackled themselves at the end to lose yeah. which was yeah. awesome what a way to lose that was something but in the background of the college game day cameras there was a sign held up that said need a bush latte refill refill venmo me and then he had his yeah, name. His name he had his Venmo name, Carson King twenty five. Yep. And all of a sudden, his phone just starts going off. And in a few minutes, he had eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, it was like yeah. And at one point, he got up to close to fifteen hundred. Yeah. And then it just keeps going off through the game. It continues through the night, and within a few days, he had raised like over hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And then at this point, Bush. Anheuser-Busch and Venmo jump in and they say, hey, uh, we'll match it because he devised a plan where he was going to donate all of the money other than enough for like one thirty pack. Yeah, he said he's going to take out enough to buy buy his beer. Buy his beer buy his and then he's pack. giving the rest to the kids. Right. 
fucking awesome. Awesome. What a great idea. I mean, and, he could have put 1500 bucks in his pocket. Yes, with ease. He could have put $100,000 in his pocket, and no one would have even known. Like, right. what are the odds that people actually were Venmoing this guy? Yeah. You know, I've... I think I've seen that on College Game Day before, and I've never, like, got out my phone and Venmoed somebody right, yeah. for it, but apparently people were being generous that day, or they really like Bush Light, one of the two things. I Pro- think it's maybe probably both. more of a, like, a respect thing out of the cleverness, because, like, it's kind of like, you know, when you subscribe to, like, Twitch people, and you, like, pay for their content, and, you know, give them a sub, or five, like... You know, you're like respecting their like that's like good content that he put. You know, yeah, it was it was like that's excellent. a clever sign. So yes. it's like, yeah, out of respect, <clears throat> I'm gonna Venmo this guy. So he he continues on, and the donations keep coming in, and he ends up raising over a million dollars for this children's hospital at Iowa State. Yes, which is incredible. The Des Moines Register goes and does a profile on him, right, and in. They do the whole interview, from what I read, they did the whole interview, and then they came back, and they were doing a routine, I'm air quoting right now, routine background check. Yes. They're doing a routine fucking background check on a 25-year-old college student who is not running for office, who yes. has no bearing on anything in the world other than he is helping sick children. Yes. Just got to get that out there. So, they do a routine background check. He, either he doesn't tweet often or they really dig deep because if you, you can search words though oh can you like i can put your at name with the word fuck and then it'll pull up it'll every pull up tweet every you've tweet ever mentioned I, with the word fuck that's i did not know that so i'm assuming I what they did was is i don't know if they searched his name and the word gay or the whatever the word is that whatever he said or it was a racial thing right yeah it was he, it was a quoted, David, it, it was, was a quoted tosh point out correct he quoted Who pushes the boundaries of comedy every single time he steps on the stage. Right, The yeah. shit that that guy says it's is sometimes. dark, yeah. it's hilarious, and it is awful yeah. all at the same time. So they do a background check on him, and they find these tweets, these Tosh.0 tweets from when he was 16 years old. Now I'm here to tell you that any 16-year-old in the world is an asshole. Yeah. I was an asshole. Right. Still can be. You were an asshole at 16. We were all assholes. Yeah. And we definitely weren't smart enough not to tweet dumb shit. Because all of a sudden we had this platform to speak on and we had 500 followers and we were like, what the hell's it, what the hell are we do with this? And so yeah. we were just trying to be funny, I guess, and tweeted some outrageous shit. I can never be president because of my Twitter history. Right. <laughs> I would have to start deleting them now. Yeah. And just hope. So they print this article, it comes out, and the backlash is severe. Bush pulls out, uh, they say that they will match they, the donations match, up till the end of this ties. month, but they're cutting ties with him, and they had, they had given him beer for life, they had given, they put his face on the can of Bush yeah. Light, and they were going to start distributing those, and they pulled all those back. So, then... If the backlash on that was severe, I don't know what the fuck you would describe what happened to the Des Moines Register. Right, yeah, because they're, I mean, everybody was tweeting. Essentially, they they went out of business. Guys, yeah. Yes, they went, they absolutely crashed. Like, yeah. there was a petition to sign that they needed to give him a front page apology, and 150,000 people signed it in like 11 and a half minutes. Right. It was nuts. I was one of them, because why not join yeah. in on that? And then... Twitter being the powerful thing that it is, everyone starts going through this reporter's Twitter history, and, and it turns out are bad. turns out when he was sixteen, he was a bit of an asshole. Yeah. So they and his were like they, yeah his he were wasn't his were bad his were very homophobic. He was he was tweeting homophobic. at people. Um, he used the N word once. Like it was just not good. And the thing is, is I'm not saying, I guess. I'm not, like, justifying really what Carson tweeted and said. I mean, I understand that at any age it's bad, you know? Yes. And it def- it is bad. The I only way to learn, my... though, is to make a mistake, which he definitely has learned from now. And, we'll yeah, he's obviously a changed person. Don't tweet person. I mean, clearly. Yes. And I'm not saying that, you know, what he did wasn't, you know, wasn't bad or, like, the tweet wasn't bad or anything like that. I think my problem with it is that, number one, the person that found these tweets with the one register, like, do your own fucking routine background check on yourself. Yeah, or why wouldn't is, your if your employer does these routine background checks, they're not running them on you? And number two would be that is that fucking Bushlight, of course, or Anheuser Busch, I guess, sticks their tail between their legs and doesn't fucking 
Yeah, Ven- Venmo's still with him. Venmo's yeah. sticking but, it out. But, you know, they don't, they you say they're going to cut ties with them and all this shit. And the funny thing is, is on Comedy Central, Anheuser-Busch runs their fucking ads. They so, they literally run their ads on Tosh.0 show. So Absolutely. It's just like, he quoted a Tosh.0. Because drunk that, like, people find things more funny. Why wouldn't you be watching <laughs> South Park while you're hammered? Like, that's the thing to do. Right. I don't know. I just like, fuck them. I'm switching to Miller for a week. Then I gotta go back, obviously. Well, if we switch to Miller for a week, they might go under. Yeah, that's true. They will be they will be sitting in a room with the board of advisors going, "Look at this drop in sales, and it's all coming from Northwest Missouri." Yeah, these two what fucks, the fucks apparently going on? Like beer because yeah, <laughs> and then they're gonna knock on our door, and then they're gonna offer us right, but beer for life, and then they're gonna look at my Twitter history, and then they're yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, these are cool tweets." <laughs> Later, yeah. it would not be good. So. We really need to get some stock in that company, because what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, we'd just be putting money back in our own pockets right. at this point. We're losing money by not having it. We could have bought this house with quarters if we would have just... Technically, yes. Yeah. When we were 21, <laughs> invested in Anheuser-Busch. That would have been a smart idea. But anyway. Yeah. I don't know. That's my problem with it, I think, is... I just don't... It. It's hard to penalize someone for something they did eight years ago. Yeah. Right? Well, when you're a kid, and like and like I said, I'm not trying to justify what he said, and I honestly, I didn't even read the tweet, because I'm sure he got it deleted, but like, is he's clearly a changed fucking person. I mean, there aren't a lot of college kids that aren't going to put $1,500 in their bank. They're, they're going to kick transfer and move on and be like, dude, that's fucking dope. I took this side. But no, this guy's like, I want to do that. He's obviously a caring person. They even posted some stuff from like after high school where he went on like mission trips. And yeah, like he's just an that. overall good. He obviously dude is just a great guy who just made a dumb choice once and retweeted a comedian. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah, I'm gonna pull out twenty bucks. I'm gonna go buy my thirty pack, and I'm gonna give fifteen hundred bucks to these kids. And so then it goes viral, and all of a sudden he's raised over a million bucks. He's almost at two million. Yeah, it's, it's like, insane. Obviously, he's he's not like that he's a caring person and so just i don't know that fucking shit pisses me off i'm glad the guy got fired now it sucks it sucks for him too because i'm sitting here saying that you can't hold someone accountable for what they said when they were a child but if he's gonna hold carson accountable for it then he should be held accountable people in glass houses ought not throw stones man because if that's the way that you want it to go we'll go back and find the earliest cringiest facebook post that we possibly can right. and we will get it out there yeah. the internet is a is a powerful force whenever it all bands together and it's go time yeah and people he was deleting tweets yeah the reporter was he was he, del- i went to his page and he instantly had went and protected his tweets yeah. and was trying to clean it up yes yes it was it was nuts and so the whole thing sucks great for the kids they're still getting two million dollars that's right. awesome I feel like um, that's honestly what Carson and Carson cares about the Carson most. doesn't. I don't know him obviously. But yeah, I feel but like I would that's... assume. I mean, he's already he's clearly a good person. That he's he thinks it sucks. Like all this thing. Like oh, I don't have beer for life or whatever. But at the end of the day, he still donated a million dollars, two million dollars, whatever, anything. And the funny thing is, is he still kind of will have beer for life because. You know how many people are going to see him and be like, yeah, let me buy you a beer. Yeah, I mean, if I, I ever were to run into that guy, I'm going to give him a thirty pack of Bush Light. Yes, like, maybe maybe know. six. Yes. 100%. And a 20 and tell him to give it to the kids. Because you know that's what he's going to do. Give go. this to the kids. Yeah. Will you just take all this beer to the kids? Yeah. Is that, is that wrong? <laughs> is that the wrong way? Uh, we, we were talking a little bit about Florida men earlier. Right. And we were Florida men at one point. Yes. We last year kind of just piggybacked off of one of my mom's work trips to Florida. Yep. And she had an extra bed. So we were like, well, sweet. We don't have to get a hotel. This place was all inclusive. And I mean all-inclusive. It had three bars, four restaurants, a giant pool, a couple water slides, just an insane resort. Right. And we stayed there for free because we just slept in a different bed. And we did some wild shit while we were there. Well, we still managed to, you know, go to the bars every night and get fucked up. Well, it wasn't all-inclusive. What do you mean by all-inclusive? Well, I guess not all-inclusive. It, it had everything. It had everything yeah. there. Every- but you still had to fucking pay for it. Oh, God, because did we pay. I, we, of course, you know, we don't have, we didn't pay for our hotel. And we bought a $100 flight on Spirit. And we, I we barely made it, by looked the way. at my fucking did credit card statement. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to swipe this and I'm not going to worry about it right now. And we're in Florida for four fucking days, and I get back, and it's like $1,100. Yes, dude. Why? I didn't bring a credit card, because I'm an idiot, and I was swiping my debit card, and by the end of it, I was just like, 
holy shit, what have I done? I mean, I seriously, I think Chase was going to call me and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yes. You dumb fuck. Yes. Well, it's the worst part is, though, is when you walked into the bar that one night and we were with some of the people that you work with, and there was like seven or eight of us, and you're like, well, yeah, we might, let's just get like a Jagerbomb or something, like a shot, you know, or something, just to Oh, my God, chill out. And you were going to buy everybody a drink, and you get in there like fucking 12 bucks each. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, well. Turns out, can we just get shots of water? Yes. And then, yeah, because later on, we were sitting at the hotel bar, and it was six of us total. Everyone had bought a round, like... Tony had bought a round, yeah. and uh, and we just came down the line, and people were buying, like, bottles of Corona, whatever. And I was like, it's time for a shot. So I asked for, I believe, Jaeger bombs. Yeah, so uh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, a Vegas bomb or a Jaeger bomb, one of the two. Something and good. I ordered six of them. And I'm assuming that what I'm about to get is, like, a $60 bill, something like that. Because we're not at a nice bar. We're at a hotel bar. There's yeah. 12 seats, like... Right. Not a not a big place. Not great alcohol. Just there. The guy hands me the the bill for six shots. It was ninety fucking dollars. And because there were six of us, the gratitude or the gratitude gratuity, yeah, was already put on there. Yeah. For eighteen percent. Yeah. So for a hundred and five fucking dollars, <laughs> I bought six shots. Yes. And two people didn't even take theirs. I remember one of my friends, they gave them to him, and he takes the two shots, and I was like, you better fucking enjoy that, because that was $30 of alcohol you just drank. Yes. You said, no, you said that was $30 of alcohol you just poured down your fucking throat. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I was so mad. And the bartender knew. Like, oh, he yeah. could have warned me. I mean, like, dude, those are like 15 bucks. Right. But what does he do? Just smirks, cracks one can of Red Bull, and pours four shots of Jaeger, five, six shots of Jaeger. Well, it's so, funny, though, because at that same bar, uh, there was, like, this, like, apparently rich guy that walks up, like, some sort of businessman, and he's wearing this suit, and he walks up to the guy, and he says, I need four bottles of some sort of champagne or something. Yes. And I was, like, looking at him, and they get, like, the whole entire fucking bottles out. They go to the fridge, and they go and give him four of them, and I'm standing next to him, and I look down, and they set the check in front of him. It's a thousand bucks. Two hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Two hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Jesus, like good guy. He just signs it like it was no big deal. <laughs> probably a work expense. Yeah, it was it. probably the same thing because the company that brought us there rented out Universal Studios. Right. Yeah. We were the only ones there. There were instead of there being however many, let's say thirty thousand people in the park, there were three thousand. Yeah, and it was a ton of fucking fun, and you could just go ride. Ride, ride one after the other just we no as soon as we get inside the gates we take off for the back because in the back of universal studios in florida is where harry potter world lies yes and we knew if we could be one of the first people back there that we would kind of have the run of hogsmeade and hogwarts to ourselves right and we just kind of wanted to explore it and we sure as fuck did. Oh, God. So, and the thing is, is the gift shops, that's what got us. Because, of course, we got to have our own fucking wands because we're not stupid. Yeah, I bought a Don't wand. Make fun of us. It was only $90. Yeah, fuck it. Bought one of them. I and... bought I bought two chocolate frogs, eight bucks a shot. Great. Yeah. I bought... Uh, I bought candy Fe for all the kids. Yes. Prince family and them. And so... I bought Felix Felicis, which was literally just honey. And I think it was nine bucks for like a dropper of honey. Yeah. Which was just fantastic. It better be fucking magic if I ever take it one day. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then we... Well, we tried butterbeer. We got to do all that. That was free though. That was yes, included. That was, was nice. Super nice. And then we get to jump to the front of all these lines because there's just no one in line. So we walked through Hogwarts... It's, it's supposed to be like three hours to get through this freaking line. And we are on the ride in eight minutes. Yeah. Insane amounts of time. And we get done. Uh, I remember we come out and we pull my phone out. We were like Snapchat vlogging at the time. And I just go, well, we did it again. And you just go, spent too much fucking money. And yeah. I was like, God, yes, we did. Every single... It did not matter where we went. The first night... The first night that we fly, we fly in, we grab an Uber, who was the weirdest dude. Yeah. He's like, do you know what uh, BMX is and dirt bike racing? I was like, yeah, dude, I'm from the Midwest. I know what dirt bike racing is. And he goes, well, we got that down here. Yeah. He and, was so proud well, of we it. We live like, in the same fucking country, yeah, man. Yeah, we like, all know what it is. Of course, you probably have bull riding here somewhere. Yeah. Like. It's someplace. Obviously. 
So we get to the hotel. I text my mom. She says, come to uh, Universal Studios because there's like a bar area. Yeah. And she was already there and she was she was lit up a little we bit. We lit up 100 or 200 bucks. Oh, no. Was that the night that, of the... That was the night of, uh, the, of the bar. No, so We lit up like four or $500 yes. that night. So we walk in to this bar after we'd been there. We'd been there probably an hour at this God point. Damn, and we and we bought four drinks in that amount of time each and we're just hammering. They were so good. They were from like Cheeseburger in Paradise and they were just yeah. tropical drinks with nothing but rum and we were we were pretty drunk when we walk in. We come in to what's called it's like the Rockstar karaoke bar. Yes. And it's a live karaoke bar. So, you like, I would sing, and there would be a live band behind me, and they just know all the covers to these songs. But I'm, I would do the main vocals. And you're on, like, a big stage, and it's a huge bar. And you come in, and if you want to sing, you write your name down on a sheet, and you put down four songs that you would be willing to sing. So, of course, you're in my ear. You're like, you got to do it, dude. Yeah. Like, you obviously have to do it. you got to get on that stage. So, I'm... I'm pretty lit, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna fucking do it. Might as well. So we sign up our songs. First option, Friends in Low Places, obviously. We're yes. not we're not fucking stupid. Yep. After that, there was like a Florida Georgia Line song. There was one other country song, and then we didn't really know what to put down for our fourth option, so I'm just looking through the list, and I see Pony by Genuine. Yeah. Which is a banger of a tune, and if, if if there's a single bachelorette party inside of there, I know what's gonna happen. Right. <laughs> because I was wearing a button-up shirt, and I warned everyone that if I got on stage and that was my song, I was taking that fucking shirt off, whipping it around, yes. throwing it into the crowd, and I was going to be leaving there shirtless. There was two separate bachelorette parties in the building, actually, that night. Yes, yeah. and it would have been epic. So, what happens is, we sign up. And we are there for almost three hours. We wait patiently. We wait very patiently. We're sitting up in the balcony. And of course, there's a bar within four feet of us. So, so we bought the place. We bought the whole bar. We paid their fucking mortgage payment we that month. We <laughs> fucking paid the... We paid everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone that night. And at the end of the night, we finally give up. We're like, it's just not going to happen. Whatever. And we leave. And we check our statements. And sure as shit... We'd spent $500 in this bar on night one yeah. combined. We were like, well, fuck. So let's do it again the next night. So that's exactly what we did. <laughs> we did it every single night. Oh, my God. We get drunk, and we decide it's time to go get some food, right? It's Orlando. I would assume that there's lots of places to eat. This is a tourist destination of the world. If it weren't for Walt Disney World, it really wouldn't be there. Yeah. Get in an Uber. I say, or I have a program to take us to this McDonald's. The guy drives us to this McDonald's, which clearly says closed on the door. Yeah. And But we're drunk, so yeah. we're not paying attention. We hop out, and he just takes off. And then he requests that I rate him and give him a tip, which he got a one star and a zero fucking tip. Yeah. I still hate you, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, we get dropped off at this McDonald's, which is 100% closed. Yeah. Don't know why. Was closed. Look around. Nothing. This McDonald's is sitting in the middle of a field with nothing around it. Apparently, they were trying to get ahead of the real estate market. The biggest fucking parking lot I've ever seen in my life. Because it's all it was was parking lot. The entirety of Walt Disney World could have fit in this fucking field. Yes. And there's just one McDonald's out there. Thank you, Uber driver. So now we're stranded. My phone's on 3%. I'm pretty sure yours is dead at this point because we're clearly not idiots. And we look around, nothing, nothing. Well, I think the hotel's that way. Well, I thought it was this way. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we take off walk. <coughs> we walk probably a mile, yeah. and we see like a Burger King or Taco And a Perkins. Bell. Yes. And we hit up the Burger King first, closed, because I guess the king needs to sleep. Yeah. Then we see a Perkins, and we're like, oh, hell yeah, I can tear me up some Perkins right now. So we go to go into the Perkins, and they have a steam cleaner the floors going and they weren't serving like a bunch of weird shit like you couldn't get like bacon or there was like things you yeah couldn't but order. you but you could get a cheeseburger you could get a cheeseburger and it was the worst fucking cheeseburger i've ever ate in my life yeah it was not good and the whole time we're in there the steam cleaner guy is just vacuuming up the carpets and at some point he feels the need to go by us we're the one table that's in there and he's got the whole restaurant clean this motherfucker brings this steam cleaner by us 
And so I'm sitting there talking to Trev, and it sounds like, Hey, what'd you say? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> because the steam cleaner was so freaking loud. It's just <sighs> to our right the whole time. And then the waitress comes over and is trying to talk over this guy. Yeah. Hey, what do you want to drink? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Yeah. How about some water? Water <laughs> would probably be good. Can you want lemon in that? It was nuts. And we sat there for a good hour. Decided it was probably time for us to get our asses home because it's yeah. like four in the morning at this point. And uh, we hit that lift, that lift driver up, and he happened to be parked in the parking lot across the way, probably getting high. I would assume because he was just parked over there. All of a sudden, his lights flip on. He pulls right over to us, picks us up, and we're like, "Well, all right, let's go." Thank fucking God. And thank that guy is Jesus. Yes, he saved our ass. Yes, <laughs> my goodness. What else did we do in Florida? Let's see. We went to that gay bar on accident. It wasn't just us. It was, uh, there was a group of five of us and they were like, you want to go to downtown Orlando? I was like, well, I've never been. And you yeah, said the sure. same. So we take off for downtown Orlando. It's like a 20 minute cab ride. We get there. They Start drop us off. Yeah. They, uh, drop us off at this first bar. We walk in and we don't really think anything of it at first. It was kind of strange because, like, to the right, they were doing hookah samples. So you could just go over there and just rip on hookahs with people. And, like, yeah. it seemed unsanitary. And there's some weird clothes going on. And then I really kind of looked around once we finally got our drinks and realized we are in a gay bar. Yeah. Like, we are 100% in a gay bar. And everyone, everyone is looking at us going, who's these straight motherfuckers? Yeah, who the fuck are these guys? Like, <laughs> Yes, they could smell us. It was not good. <laughs> It was so not good, and which they were all. I mean, they were obviously cool, and the the drinks were good, so we stayed there for a while. Yeah. And then when we left, one of our friends on the trip goes, "Did anyone notice that it seemed like a lot of same sex couples in there?" Right. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, that we were just cool. at yes. at a at a gay bar," and but it was a good. It was one of the better bars that we went to. Then we walked down to the next bar. Meet some weird dude in the alley. Oh my and god, he had been doing a fuckload of coke. This guy because was. That girl this guy was. She was like, uh, "You got something running out of your nose there," and he's like, huh. and he kind of like wiped it and sniffed and like looked at it. Oh my god, he was high as fuck, dude. This guy was absolutely ripped, and he, was. he talked our ear off for a good ten minutes, and then we were like, "Listen, guy, we we got some drinking to do. Like, we're only here for four days, and I haven't not spent my two hundred fifty dollars that I need to get through today. Right. So, get out of my way." We walk into the next bar, and Lucky Stripe is on sale for what, like a dollar a bottle? Yeah. And I'd never had it. I I never had either. And we're sitting over in this corner, in a table. We're the only ones in there, really. And all of a sudden, Trevor shows up with fourteen freaking Red Stripe bottles, and he just goes, "Fuck!" They said they were a dollar. Basically, giving them away. Here we go. I bought two just rounds. Set them on the yeah, table. But, People are like, yeah, "Can I have?" I'm like, yeah, everybody yeah, fucking dig that, it. That's what it's for. Oh my! It's the cheapest fucking receipt I signed all week. I mean, yeah, and the most beer. Well, yes, because that thirty pack that we bought at that gas station was way more than fourteen dollars. Yes. So finally, we get we get that night pretty well wrapped up. We wake up the next morning and we feel like absolute death. Trevor is, I'm pretty sure, just dead. I think we lost me for a little while. Yeah, you were you were gone. I mean, we were for gonna a have while. To call the ambulance. And I decide, well, I'm not fucking sitting around. So I tell you, I'm gonna go to the bar and I will be back. The bar opens at 9:30. See, that's that's a problem. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It should be open at seven. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, obviously, it should be earlier. Yes. So I sit down, and it's 9.28 whenever I sit down, and the bartender's like, I can't serve you yet. I'm like, that's fine. I'm the only one in the bar, because it's 9 fucking 30 in the yeah. morning. And I'm kind of chilling out. I'm looking at my phone. It's beautiful outside. I'm just enjoying my day. And I see a chair pull up next to me. I was, I was expecting to see you. Uh-huh. No, not you. This 88-year-old woman, and that may be underselling it. Probably. She may have been older than that. This 88-year-old woman sits down next to me, and 9.30's hit, so the bartender's walking down the way. He's about to ask us what to drink. And uh, he goes, what are you drinking? Looking at me. And I say, tell you what, I'll, I'll have whatever she's having. And this old broad looks at him and goes, three tequila shots, no lime, please. 
And I look at her, and I was like, Jesus, woman, these are going to put you in a grave along with me. Yes. I don't do tequila. For those of you who know me, um, you may not know that I will not drink tequila for one specific reason off of three specific events. If I get tequila drunk for whatever purpose, I feel the need to just shed my clothes, put on a pair of sneakers, and go for a run. Yes. And I have naked ran three different times, twice in my hometown, while being tequila drunk because I just don't know how to handle it. My body just doesn't know what to do, and it just gets hot, and then it says, shed your clothes, and it goes, well, I'm getting cold, but I'm too stupid, I guess, to put my clothes back on. So it's like, well, just run and get your heartbeat up, you moron. And so I just run around naked. So I don't do tequila. And this, this lady orders three shots of tequila, and he puts three shots of tequila, no lime, for me as well. So I don't even have a chaser, and I'm a bitch. And I'm, like, looking at it, and I look at her. I look back at it, and then we make eye contact. And I was picking up mine to cheers her, and she just looks down at him and takes all three, just boom, 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 and looks back at me, looks at my shots, and goes, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> And I was like, oh, honey, you're going to be so disappointed in what's about to happen. And I throw back the first one, choke it back, gag, fine. Throw back the second one, choke it back, gag even harder, fine. Throw the third one into my mouth, and vomit comes up into my throat. <laughs> and it took everything in me to not vomit in front of this 88-year-old woman. Oh, my God. She be probably would have loved it. No, I don't think would have made her feel good. I don't think she would have. She'd be like, "This guy's a bitch, and I'm 88, and I'm still fucking." Going. She clearly owned me. She ordered no fucking lime. Who orders no lime? I know. That's the best part of the whole shot. Right. Maybe the salt's pretty good too, but the tequila's obviously the worst. Yeah. So, note to self: always do always have a pickle shot chaser behind those, and then you don't even taste it. Also, with uh, Jameson, another good rule. So this gets over. It's now 9.35 and I am fucked up. And I'm sitting here with this lady. We talk for a while. She tells me about her sons who are older than my mom and dad. Yeah. She tells me about her grandkids who are older than me and her great-grandkids who are uh, just under our age at the time. I had her whole lineage figured yes. out. And I ask her why she's here. And she's like, well, me and this group of friends always takes a couple's retreat. And it is, it looked like a swinger group. It 100% had to be a swinger group. There's just, there's two old guys in Speedos in the freaking pool. I remember but seeing them. But they're yeah. not even up to ball level. So they're just like knee deep in water, just standing there in a Speedo. They look like melted ice cream. They're just all saggy and right. shit. And then there's one old lady with a hearing aid in yelling at them because she's splashing them. She doesn't want to get water on her hearing aid. So, you know, she's probably 95. And I got this 88-year-old out drinking me in the fucking bar. Yeah. So this was the kind of group that I was looking to party with. Meanwhile, the entire time, I'm passed the fuck out still. Yeah. Yeah. When I came back, you were on the floor. Because about 10 o'clock, I gave up on getting drunk because I was already there. Yeah. Uh, I drank a couple more. Uh, I think I had two mojitos while I was sitting there. And I show back up to the room at like 10.15. And you look at me and you go, are you already fucked up? <laughs> And I was like, dude, I don't even want to fucking hear about it right now. <laughs> and then you stand up, immediately start gagging, take off to the bathroom where you proceed up. to throw up for yeah. a good five minutes. Then you showered up, yelled, are you ready to let the dogs out? But at this point, now I'm passed out. Yeah. So we're just, everything's screwed. What a time. It was fucking fun, though. It was so fun. God, that was fun. I want to go back to Harry Potter world because I, I love Harry Potter so much. And it was so... We didn't even get to see Diagon Alley because it was closed that night. Yeah. Well, uh, you talked about doing a Harry Potter podcast some night. Like, yeah, I think we're going to do that. We're going to have to invite a couple friends on who... Like Peanut or Stephanie. Like maybe both. Be yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah, bring them in and just do a little deep dive into Harry Potter. So if you don't like fucking Harry Potter, then don't listen. Yeah, if you don't like Harry Potter, we'll title it Not a Harry Potter Podcast. And I wouldn't listen to that one because it probably is. Right. Uh... So we'll have to, we'll definitely have to do that. We're also going to start bringing a couple guests on every now and then just to tell some stories. We have had at least a thousand people tell us that they'd like to be a guest on this show. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, I'd love to have everyone on here. Obviously, we can't fit everyone in. Yeah. Uh, because me and Trev like to hear ourselves talk more. Right. So. And we're fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
sorry. Yeah. And not to say, not pointing out any specific person, and if you feel that this is you, don't take it dishearteningly, but there's no easy way to tell someone that their life is not interesting enough for me to bring them on air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do I just go... Dude, you have not left your mom's basement in like 13 years. There is no way that you have any good stories to tell me that I'm going to want to listen to. Right. There's no way. Yeah. So, but we will. We'll be doing that. And yeah, we'll do a Harry Potter podcast probably around like Halloween or something. Yeah. It'll be, be a good time. time. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be, that'll be fun. We got to go. I need some class robes. Like we're going to have to go back. Yeah, obviously. And we got to spend another $200 in the store. I think right now the robes are like 175 bucks. Yeah. It gets you the pants, the undershirt, the tie, the the sweater, and the overcoat. So the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Not bad. No, it's a fucking steal. Yeah, <laughs> lose money if you don't buy it. Yeah, and silverware with that. Jesus. Right, silverware included. Oh my god. So, uh, real quick, who is uh, who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Um. You want to know mine while you're thinking? Yeah. Mine's Neville Long, Longbottom. Is he? Yeah. That guy turns out to be, like, in the they make him such a chump in the early movies. And then he kills Nagini. He turns out to be, like, an awesome herbologist. That is a good one. He saves Harry Where's multiple Mad times. Mad-Eye's a good one, too. He's my favorite. The only, the only well, so Mad-Eye in the books. The only issue with the movies is, like, the only time that you really see Mad-Eye that first time is a guy playing Mad-Eye. Now, even though the actor acted, he clearly acted right. the same. That's true. But the movie I remember him the most from, it wasn't even him. Yeah. But they act the same in the rest of it. So I just kind of let it, I just kind of let it go. But, uh, I do, I, I do like the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. My issue, my only issue with the Goblet of Fire is, is who wants to go to a sporting event where you can't even see what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know? Like the dragon coming in with the egg, you get to watch that because yeah, it's in a pit. It, but... Other than Harry, because the dragon breaks loose. Yeah, but then after that, sitting there, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, after text that, you your phone, like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, and they don't have phones yeah. because they're wizards and they have to send owls because yeah. a telephone is too easy, I guess. It's, yeah. And so, yeah, people dive into water and then you just sit there and wait, and you just they may not come back up. Like they could die down there, and then you just be like, well, shit, I guess I can get back on the boat and go back and just. Leave Harry here. And then you go into a maze. And you're not watching the maze from the top. Like, there's no GPS tracker on these people telling you, like, oh, Harry's rounded the corner. If he takes one more left turn, he's going to be there. Oh, he took a right. That's too bad. Yeah. Like, there's none of that. Yeah. So. Okay, sporting events in general, though. Like, what's your thoughts on going to them? Like, you know, Chiefs games, Royals games. So... I have, like, mixed things. I do like to go, but I think it's more of a social thing, like, to be with my friends, to, like, you know, load up maybe on a party bus or something and get fucked up and, like, go to the game and watch Pat Mahomes and shit. But, like, at the same time, it's so comfortable to just sit on your couch and watch the game. Right. I love going to games. But if you're trying to watch the game, do not go to the game. Because you'll see the plays or whatever. It's it's informative, though. Right. Unless you know what's going on, like, unless you understand football and can, like, you know, read a defense or whatever, you're really just there, like, watching this one guy huck a ball and hope that another guy catches it. Yeah. Whereas, if you're sitting at home, you're getting replays, you're getting reviews, you're seeing all this extra shit. Yeah. And it makes it a whole lot easier to watch. It makes it, it's a better production off the field Mm -hmm. than on. Uh, But, that being said, the atmosphere is 100% worth going to. I, I if, like if, I like watching Royals games better, though, in in person, for sure. Than on TV? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's hard. Baseball's hard to get in, especially when your team is dog shit terrible like the Royals. Yeah. My goodness. But it's, hard to, it's frustrating to watch. Hits, hits what, we the hits leader and the home run leader? Like, what's yeah. that about? But it turns out that we had five starting pitchers that can't even find their own balls, let alone huck one 60 feet, six inches into a fucking glove. <laughs> no shit. Try me out. I'll, I'll, I'll throw some curveballs. Right. Scoglin was throwing batting practice the other night, and the, yeah. they were just teeing off of him. Uh, yes, Royals games. And I honest, if I'm going to enjoy the game, I'd rather go to a Royals game than a Chiefs game. Okay, and so like the Royals game, I only went to one this year. Um, 
but I get to go every year with my aunt's company, and they have this box that they rent out. It's like all the food and beer that you can drink, and it's like on the second level, and that is so fucking awesome. That makes it way better because because you can, you're not buying a nine fucking dollar hot dog yeah you can eat a million fucking chicken strips and nachos and hot dogs and it's so fucking cool and obviously drink all of the beer that's in the fridge which is the goal yeah i've yet to get it down i need some help from the people in there but it just doesn't happen they put a lot of fucking beer in there <laughs> i would die there's a lot of beer yeah it's a lot yeah i would i don't know i just like i like baseball games better in person and I like them. I like. I'd rather go to that than go to a Chiefs game. Now I love going to Chiefs games. Yeah. But the problem is, if if I go to a Chiefs game, I'm blacked out. I don't remember the game anyway. Yeah, that always sucks. I went to three games last year. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. What happened in any of them? <laughs> couldn't tell you. I we walked in. There was a big group of us from Stanbury that go. We walk in. I'm checking Snapchat on my way in. I noticed that there's other people from Stanbury on my Snapchat snapping like where their kind of seats are. And so I'm looking at those and like figuring out where they're sitting. And I walked around for the first three quarters. Yeah. The first three, I was blacked out wandering Arrowhead. When I showed back up to my seats, my friends were all like, oh my God, Reed's alive. Yeah. And I was like, I've been gone like 10 minutes, guys. And they're like, the game's almost over, dude. Yeah. It's 31-13 with four left to go in the fourth. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. You just, there's something about like tailgates at Arrowhead that once you turn it on you really just can't turn it off like I can't I, yeah. I there, can't do it I just start drinking if I shotgun it, one just, beer it's, it's over. over it is over it's literally done I, I'm pretty sure if I've I shotgun played, one I've shotgun 15 I played Thunderstruck on repeat six times when we were there mm-hmm. and by the fifth and sixth game I was the only one playing yeah and I was playing alone and I was drinking we were we were gonna get it done we took down there oh man 430 packs like almost a hundred Smirnoff ices because four different people went and bought the 24 pack at High V. Yeah. And a bunch of these tube shots and a few other things. And we brought back 18 beers and that was it. Well, they were Bet- good. Between like 12 feet, like an insane amount of alcohol was drank. And I'm convinced that I drank most of it. Yeah, probably. I was so hung over the next day. I had to go clean up. We, I did a fall festival for my work up at our cabin north okay. of town. And I had a haunted house out in the woods. I needed to go tear all this down so I could get, you know, the cobwebs and, the, and like, the skeletons and all this shit out of the woods. And I got up there about 8 o'clock, and I was more hungover than I've ever been. It felt like I had been mushroom stamped by a blue whale <laughs> across my forehead. I hate those. That's Just, when you need a fucking blowfish. I mean, blowfish, blowfish. If you want to sponsor us, we push your product like you can't even. I believe. mean, you've got a subscription to it. So. I do have a subscription. If you don't believe me, if you're listening to this podcast and you are somebody who is likely to get hung hung over like us, yeah, blowfish. It's fucking incredible. Get, we drank it. We or we ate at one every day, or every morning in Florida. We got up and yes. like it cures. I mean, it seriously cures your hangover. It really does. Like 20 minutes. It's, it's an. It looks like an Alka Seltzer. You throw it in a little cup of water, and it's just caffeine and aspirin. And it, since it's effervescent, it gets into your bloodstream really quick. And in 15 minutes, you feel like you didn't drink a thing like that. Yeah, before. it's. Um, now I didn't have a blowfish because I hadn't found it yet. This yeah. was pre. They're expensive, aren't they? Uh, I think I pay like 10 bucks for that six pack, and it comes every like third month. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not awful. It's worth. Fuck yeah! It it's is. worth having it around. And uh, so I get up to the cabin. I'm wandering around, picking stuff up. The only person that showed up was uh, my friend Anna, who works with me or worked with me. And she showed up later, found me. I was like laying in the woods because I felt like I was going to die. The world was spinning so fast. Yeah. That gravity pulled me to the ground is what it felt like. What is it about hangovers that we just go to the floor? Like, after, like, Brent's wedding, like, you know, I'm hung the fuck over, and so I just go lay on the floor. I don't... I don't know if it's supposed to, like, if your body thinks it's going to cure motion kitchen. sickness. Yeah, you love laying on that kitchen floor. It's fucking nice. <laughs> well, I was laying in dirty leaves and, like, fake blood and yeah, shit. It wasn't that. good. I When I got out of the car that morning, like, I leaned my head out the door to, like, hop out and just threw up everywhere and i think i threw up a good six or seven times that day yeah i i, and I know what it was as soon as we got down there i drank two bottles of champagne yeah 
That'll fucking do it. That'll Champagne do it. gives me hangovers like every a time. motherfucker. Yeah. How rich people drink mimosas every morning and aren't just hungover like throughout their day is beyond me. <laughs> so maybe I'm not cut out to be rich. I need a mimosa. Yes. We need to we got we'll record one of these in the morning and do mimosas, mimosas and bloody, bloody marys. Yeah. yeah. If I wouldn't have been up till five o'clock the other morning. I was gonna say you said you were gonna come over and wake me up and then all of a sudden I mean yeah, I, I didn't get up till I was like, Yeah, you wake me up and I eventually woke up like close to ten and yeah, I woke up at noon. I'm not proud. I'm not proud. Wow. And then I went about my day. I watched some Game of Thrones. And then I picked up Peanut. And we came over to the wedding. And then we went to the Barnard Bar and bought that place. And then yeah. we showed up at the wedding and we bought the open bar, which you don't even have to pay for, but yeah. we bought it. Yes. And then Peanut slept in my car. Yeah. Wasn't great. It was a great night, though. Oh, so Just much the situation fun. Yeah, we're, we're circling all the way back around. Right. Real quick, congrats to Brent. Yep. Like, super happy for him. It was fun. That was a fun-ass day. I am very happy for Brent. That was... And the... I loved the... Their thing at the wedding that had all the people's names on it. Yeah. Because Brent works for a newspaper... And so they had printed a one-fold newspaper. Yeah, so for the program, instead of yes, having just program. like a normal Thank program you. for uh, the wedding, they did like a newspaper that Brent did all up with like descriptions and stuff. And it was really good. That's like something they would do. It was Alyssa's idea, actually. Really? Yeah. On the back, it had sponsors, and it just said, thank you for employing us. And it just showed like Fallon Dent- oh, or yeah. Fallon's Dental Service and all that stuff. Yeah. That, it was, that was funny. If you look real close at the picture that we took – where everyone had to hold their paper up at the very end. Mm-hmm. Me and Peanuts are definitely upside down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we all, we held them upside down on purpose. Yeah. Because we're, we're those guys. Exactly. But yeah, super happy for Brent. It's been a good week. This is this was a pretty chill podcast. We were just kind of talking, and we weren't sure what our week looked like, so we figured we would get a couple things out tonight. Uh, we're probably going to end it here, I would say. It's getting pretty late. Yeah. Uh, you want to do... Uh, your plugs? Yeah, sponsors again. Uh, Brent, Brent Johnson Photography. Best in the biz, I'm telling you. I mentioned that in my best man speech. Senior, senior picks. Yes, senior picks. It's about to be fall. Leaves are about to change. If you want some fall senior picks, get the fuck after it. Brent. Yes. Brent Johnson Photography. Uh, Johnson Creative Services, again. Um, those are our first two sponsors. You want to go ahead? Yeah, so Podcast Tonight's produced by Yellow Brick Road Entertainment. That's my entertainment company we have everything from dj wedding singer photo booth karaoke anything you need to have a kick-ass party you plan the date and we'll bring the party so this was uh this was just kind of chill yeah i liked it yeah thanks everybody for listening obviously we can't thank you enough to be honest we uh keep streaming seriously tell us keep streaming if you want to hear something on here you want to hear yeah if you want to hear something on here comment on our instagram comment on the instagram text us if you don't want to post it on the instagram comments just message the instagram but trust me if you've listened to us talk there's really nothing that we're going to find offensive so just let it fly and the crazier the better we'll talk about wild shit i don't really care so this is us signing off for now you've been listening to the whiskey talks podcast Thanks, everybody, for coming in tonight. Peace.